you're tuned in, so you already know what this is. Ya tu sabe. This is the cookout. But before I start the show, have you subscribed? Have you rated five stars? And have you left me a comment? Listen, don't be a silent subscriber. Don't be a person that I don't know. Hit me up. Reach out to me. Send your questions to the cookout podcast at gmail.com. Give me all the good stuff. I want you to be a part of the show. I love you guys. I appreciate what you guys do for me listening to this trash week in and week out. Thank you. Now let's get ready for the show. Hey, yo. What up, though? This episode of The Cookout is brought to you by starting to partake of marijuana at age 34 and having to learn the hard way of what it does to you. I am not a creative when I do that. And a lot of people would say, oh, I like to get high and that I, it really like sparks my creativity. Mm-mm, doesn't work like that for me. The marijuana game doesn't change. It lasts. <laughs> word. Come on down, everybody. We can have a good time. We can talk about anything that you wanna. Cause it's the good girl. It's the good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Last night, I um, so I've only been literally been like smoking for like a week. I went to LA like uh, for my birthday, and I was like, party, let's do it. 34 years old, let's make it happen for the first time. And so, like, last night, I recorded an episode, so I went home and I had to like start editing it and whatever. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, it started to hit, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going on here. Like, I'm just watching the screen go by, like, it was a fucking mess. But anyway, um, welcome back to the cookout. I'm your host, Chase Cassidy. And we are here. We're going to do a great thing today. I'm really excited about this episode. But before we get started, who bought the potato salad to the cookout this week? Avengers Endgame bought the potato salad to the cookout this week. As soon as we're done here, I'm going straight to the movie theater. And I'm going to get it in. And I'm excited. I'm ready to say <laughs> ready to say goodbye to Captain America, my baby father. I'm ready. <laughs> it's going to be fun, man. Um, Huh? No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, I haven't right, seen right, it yet. All right, all right. Um, but I'm just fully expecting this to happen okay. because, like, you know, they've been kind of like teasing it. So, anybody else here, like, you know, into, into that it. type of stuff? You into it? it? Yeah, I haven't seen it. You we into saw it? it at, uh, I didn't see it yesterday. Oh, y'all saw it already? Yeah. Oh, they boy. were there at Top 7 a.m. in the morning. All right. All right. So, notice normally I have a cup of water. I'm not drinking anything. I'm not because it's three hours long. Yeah. Like you gotta like really be engaged, you know. So I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. They got a website that tells you like the perfect time. The pee breaks. Yeah. The pee breaks. Yeah. Wow, this yeah. is well, legit. Check it out too, because it's like four hours long. That is crazy. Okay, cool. I might have to do that. All right. Um, real quick before I move on, I want to dedicate this episode of the show to Nigel Shelby. Um, he's a young man, and it's so interesting. The last time I did a marriage episode, um, I had to like. I was struggling to hold it together at the end because I there was a young a young man, um, gosh, he was like in middle school and he like took his life because he was gay and like he's being bullied and stuff and it was like a whole thing. And so it's interesting, I'm having another marriage episode today and the same thing happened again. So I just wanna dedicate it to him and um just say, fuck just be nice, goddammit. Like it's not that fucking hard. Like if somebody's not like you, okay, cool, but like just don't be a douchebag, you know? Yeah. Very simple. Um, what's today's topic? It's a marriage episode, but it has a little twist. And I like this twist. I'm excited about it. Um, we are having a discussion with all interracial couples. 
and I'm really, really excited building. about this. Hey. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. All married. It's great stuff. So I'm going to introduce the guests really quick, and then we can get started. All right. To my left, Destiny and Ben. Hey, y'all. Hey. Oh, my God. Y'all, listen. I have a huge crush on Destiny, okay? It's like huge. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, you know. I don't think he feels threatened. I think he is. <laughs> Oh my God, she is so fine, y'all. My God. And she's so cool like this. She's got the sleeve with the tattoo. She's dope. I love her. All right, directly in front of me, we have veterans to the game. Ashley and Jawan, they back. What's up? Hey, hey y'all. What's up? How y'all is? We good. I'm the black dude. <laughs> I guess, should, I, should I say that? Okay, so Jawan is black. Ashley's white. Unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, it's an interracial part. I mean, yeah. Ben is white. Destiny's black. Okay. Um, and to my right, Ashley, one of the people who like gave me the idea to do the episode, um, we have BJ and Mario. Hey, y'all. In the building. What's In going? the building. So BJ, she's white. Mario's black. Um, so she is an avid listener of the show, and she listened to the episode I did where I asked the question, can you be pro-black and date interracially? And the table was split. It was a very passionate episode. I believe that you can. I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it's beautiful. We've had some people at the table who felt otherwise, and they didn't really understand how you can do those things. And so BJ reaches out to me, and she's like, started sharing her story. And like, you know, I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, and so like, I'm like, we got to do this episode. So thank you guys, everybody here for trusting me with your relationship and your marriage and you know that i would respect it and i'm coming to being transparent so y'all ready yeah all right all right all right okay where are we gonna start let's start let's start real cute let's do that let's do that so how long have you been married um do you have children and how did you meet let's do that so destiny and ben you go first okay so we've been married for bring it in some We've been married for a year and a half. Mm. Uh, we, well, I have a son from a previous relationship. Mm -hmm. um, his name is Rocket. He's eight. That is it's the awesome. coolest name in Thank the world. <laughs> but he's been, um, Rocket's been in his life since he had just turned four. Okay. And Ben yeah. and I met online when I first Get moved here. to Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. Yes, for the right swipe. Yes. <laughs> Come on, somebody. You giving me hope for my for my Tinder over here. I know we need to get paid by that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? Okay. So like when you guys like first met, like did you know or was it like one of those things where it was like, child, I don't know about her. I don't no. know about him. De Destiny's a hard catch. Is she? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> As she sits here with She'll shades on in the dark room, she I love tried it. Every <laughs> <laughs> She's so yeah. cool. That's why you can't catch my side eye because yeah. you might say something. Uh, I love it. But no, um, I I will admit, like at first sight, uh -huh. I, I thought he, I always thought he was attractive, mm -hmm. but I was like, man, we're both really strong personalities. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think, right? You know, but um, we actually our first date was at the gym. And this was, this makes not, sense. If y'all could see them, it makes sense. It was very strategic. I was like, you know, I, if, if I don't like this guy, I can like act like you know, oh, you know, I take an injury and be out. So. But at, we ended up going to dinner and um and you know just talking. I thought I thought we were gonna like just become friends or whatever. But yeah. he's very persistent. Okay, mm -hmm. come on, Ben. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So aggressive. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get what you want, right? These are the facts. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, cool. Ashley, Jawan, we kind of covered it last time, but just real, give us a quick overview. Like, you know, how'd you guys meet? Do you have any kids? How long have you been together? 
We have a two and a half year old daughter, Eliana. Um, and our anniversary for our four years of marriage is May Day, May 1st. May 1st. Coming up. Come on, somebody. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. Dated in high school, dated for eight years, got married, have been married for almost four. Nice. The end. I love it. All right, BJ Mario, give so, us the skinny. Um, we are not married. Oh, you're not married? I thought you guys were married. Um, we are not married. Oh, right. We party. We would be married if we could be. Okay. Um, there's a story behind that. Okay. But, you don't um, have to get into it if you don't want to. Uh, no, it's not a bad. It's not bad. Um, I'm not going to go detail into it, but um, his ex-wife, uh, soon-to-be ex-wife, uh -huh. is from Trinidad. Okay. And so she's not a citizen. And so once they separated, mm -hmm. she kind of ran from the divorce. So it's Got been you. one of those things. It's been a okay. process that yeah. we really didn't care too much to you know get into and then um the way we met were we were neighbors oh wow okay um, he lived down the street um and uh and then i split from my fiance at the time and uh -huh. i moved out of town and we ran into each other again a few months later and we just started dating and it and it never stopped but I love it. he was out of his marriage for a year okay before Two years before. Okay. So we have two children. They are three and four, mm -hmm. a boy and a girl. Nice. Cam and Peyton. Um, and we do plan on getting married soon. Yes. But we Seven tell everybody strong. that we are. You might as well years. be. Yeah, yeah might as well be. He yeah. ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. This is goals. I want to be like y'all when I grow up. I'm sitting over here single as hell. All right. Um, playing house. That's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so before you uh, you met your, your spouse or your partner, like, had you guys dated interracially before? Was it something that was on the table for you, or was it just something that was like, okay, this one time this happened, and it's like, it's fucking awesome? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the time. All the I mean, time? That's all. I really only dated black women, so okay. it was kind of like nothing to me. Yeah. Because I never really saw it as, like, black and white. Uh-huh. But it was just what I was attracted to. Right, right. So, and what I'm attracted to, I'm going to go get. So, you know <laughs> I mean, what? And the way he looked at her when he just <laughs> yeah, said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Destiny, what about you? Um, so, well, my, most of my family, um, they're all in interracial relationships. Oh, um, I love that. I grew up in New Jersey. Okay. So that's kind of like the thing. Like, I'm from Brooklyn. That's oh, maybe see? what this is. Yeah, okay, so cool. Yes. You know, I, I'll never forget, like, my first crush was, like, this Portuguese kid mm -hmm. in, like, my elementary school and then all throughout high school. I, but then again, I dated black, right. white, Portuguese, Hispanic. Yeah. Um, my son's father, he's, uh, he's black. Uh-huh. But, you know, I... Just, that was the yeah. rebound right after, you know, I was, like, dating this Irish guy, uh -huh. and he was there, and, Yeah, you know. But. You know what's <laughs> interesting is, like, I always I tell people, I'm like, it's different up north. Like, it's, like, Very I much. didn't, like, race was, I, I knew what racism was, and I knew, like, what, but it wasn't a thing yeah. until I moved to the south. And I remember, like, being in school for the first time, Um, it was, like, ninth grade when I moved out uh, down south, and I'm sitting there, and, like, people are referring to each other by, by their race. And it was like, people were separated. And I'm like, hold up. Like yeah. this, it yeah. was really, yeah. really weird to me. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting that you're from Jersey. And it's like, no, I've dated. And I'm, I'm the same way. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I like what I like. And I don't care what race you are. Like, I'm with it. You know, so that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, Ashley, Jamon, had you guys dated interracially before you guys got together? Or was it just <laughs> the way they look yes, at Yes, I had. Can I keep it that short? Uh, if you want to, it's fine. He just wants to crack jokes. <laughs> <laughs> was he whacked on? He was super whack. Nah, nah, he was cool. We weren't, we were, uh, we weren't friends, but we were, we were cordial. Oh, so um, you swooped in, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to swoop in. That's the thing. Something like that. I like but that. He broke up he, with a. Like it's like not three, you. He was it's like me. Three foot. 
Three Here we go. Here we go. Come on, Jawan. Yeah, bring the shade. I'll show you the prom picture that they took. He was he was standing on a stool or something. Ashley gonna kill you. She gonna kill you. And you were in your all white tux. I was. All right, cat daddy. Come on, somebody. Lying. All right. What about you? Had you dated interracially before? Nah, not really. Not dated. Ooh. Not really. We caught that. Yeah, no, we I caught did. that. Uh-huh. We know <laughs> what that means. <laughs> I hate it, but it was. I mean, like, I only had a couple of girlfriends. Okay, they were they were all black, but like as far as dating wise, okay, not really. Mario, BJ, what about you guys? Nope. First, first, I've wow. never okay. dated. Wow. Um, but I've dated every everything except like a, a strong Spanish woman or something. Right, you know, right. I've, I've been all from. Uh, Come on, for me. Huh? That's better, right? Yeah, there. yeah, there we go. <laughs> so yeah, she's definitely the first. Was um, wasn't the first like I, over the years, like dealing with and, and right, experimenting right. and what have you. But experimenting um, when it comes to uh, relationship, yeah, okay, yeah, that was it. Okay, Betty, BJ, I can't, I'm sorry. Forget <laughs> me. I, I would say the same thing. Um, he was the first black guy that I dated, not experimented with, okay. but had dated. Gotcha. Um, uh, my my oldest daughter's dad is Dominican, okay. so it was straight white up mm-hmm. until Dominican, and then. But it it was never it was never one of those conscious choices like yeah, you just like what you like like hey yeah. let me go completely opposite from what I'm used to. It right. was just it was one of those things where he was everything that I wanted. Yeah, which is beautiful. Okay, so let's get into it. What was it like? with the family dynamic when you're like okay this is the person that i that i'm with this is the person that i love we're together how how did that work for you guys was it a difficult transition give let's let's get let's get to what people came to listen for (laughs) like whoever wants to go first can take it (laughs) everybody's looking around the table my family this is mario yeah i'm the black guy (laughs) <laughs> wow. So yeah, yeah. Well, my family was cool with it. Um, okay. I had um, uncles, cousins, and mm-hmm. what have you. Even growing up in in very country, and you would think like below the Bible Belt, right, right. Really, my family was just a strong Christian family. Mm-hmm. They loved everyone. We've always had like a, every Sunday was Thanksgiving, so we always had the community come over. Yeah. And so we never, as a family, saw the color. We just knew of of people, character, and, and mm-hmm. what they did for us. Right. So when it came for us to move to Charlotte, it really opened my eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, then I could, I don't know. It it's a different life when you're talking about like very country to city and buildings. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it, uh, and and from then on, it my family's never question about it never mm-hmm. to this day they never bl- blinked an eye or Doesn't say anything up. negative no i love that no, no one that's great um BJ? my family would be completely the opposite okay <laughs> put us on um uh so i i come from a small town in winsboro south carolina mm-hmm. um and i was the minority in my school okay. there were about 20 white people in my school okay um and my family was very very racist wow. very racist i was not allowed to go on field trips with black teachers <coughs> i was not allowed to go to sleepovers with you know black girlfriends mm-hmm. um Yet I was yet they wanted me to go to public school, mm-hmm. you know, so it was one of those things where I lived two different lives. Yeah, I lived the life that 
they wanted me to live. And then at school, it was survival, you know, survival yeah. of the fittest. So mm-hmm. um, when it came to us being together, I waited as long as I could mm-hmm. to tell my family until he was no longer comfortable with me waiting. Right, yeah. right. Um, and that was one of those conversations where it was like, look, if you're ashamed of me, then we need to end this now. Right, or you right. need to let him know, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, I made the call and my family cut ties completely. Everyone. Wow. Like still to this day, it's still that way? So my dad and I didn't speak for five, almost six years. Jesus Christ. So we've been talking over the last year. Yeah. And my mom and I, we didn't speak the first three years. And then after that, um, she became very understanding because she got to meet him. Mm -hmm. Um, And and they had never met him. My dad and my mom are not together anymore. But um, my dad just had the worst picture in his mind about who he would be. Okay. Um, And so when my mom got to meet him, she realized that he was nothing of what they thought that he was going to be. Funny how that goes, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. um, (laughs) But even to this day, she holds herself back. But I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, I would rather move away from that part of my life. So got you. Yeah, got you. What was that um, conversation like that you guys had? Where it's like, okay, you're gonna do this, or like, you know, are we gonna do this or not? Was that a tough one for you? Well, the thing was is that I think that he would hear me call my my dad and my mom like you know throughout the week and stuff and talk to them, but mm-hmm. I would never talk about my life. Right, right, like right. me and him, and the things that we were experiencing, and, and and things like that. I didn't talk about anything that had real purpose. Gotcha. And so for him, he was like, "Am I, you know, a- am I important to mm-hmm. you? And you know, or are you keeping me on the back burner because you're ashamed?" Right. What What's it like for you to have like made that sacrifice for you guys' relationship? Is that does that come up at all? Is well, it heavy for you? I mean, here's the thing: growing up in in the situation that I grew up in, being the minority yeah. in my school. I had a lot of black friends mm-hmm. and I had a lot of people that that I was connected to. So I knew going home at night that my family was wrong. You know what I mean? I'm so glad you knew that. Yeah, That's, I knew yeah. because of what I was forced to be in during the day without them. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it told me that my family was ignorant. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. that this wasn't the world. Um, so when I would come home at night, it was one of those things where I didn't shut myself down at school. I mm-hmm. shut myself down at home. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm I've never heard anything like that before. That is wow. But throw you in the trenches and you, you come out strong. Yeah. 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 And and it's it it's beautiful like the for me, like I'm I'm big on like I'm a big lover, you know. Like so to see like that you guys had love in that way to where it was like I'm willing to sacrifice this you know sacrifice oh, yeah. my my connection with my family to so that we can so that we can have this together i think it's beautiful i really do okay yeah. <laughs> ashley juan <laughs> right what was that like for you guys you know when it's you know time to meet the family and such and you know this um, is who i chose well for me uh growing up where we grew up was is typical typical southern type community <laughs> right right <laughs> um it's very segregated mm-hmm. in a way so you have the black community then you have pretty much surrounded by the white community and mm-hmm. then you had a little smaller section where the hispanics live um <clears throat> so that's how i grew up right um but grow, growing up black like my parents didn't really we didn't really they didn't really teach me about racism. Okay. It's something that I kind of seen and 
then I would kind of ask questions as I got older. Gotcha. Um, but, like, one conversation, we were just playing around with my mom. I was probably, like, 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends was like, Jawan likes a white girl or something like that. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, why would he like a white girl? Okay. Um, but once me and Ashley started dating, because, um, like, I, ne- I was I was a quiet, shy kid. Mm-hmm. So I never, like, introduced any of my, like, girlfriends to my parents or whatever. So gotcha. When I inter- when I told them about Ashley, they was like, "Oh, you got a girlfriend?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, and she's white." She, my mom was like, "Why does that matter?" Yes, like, mom. I was like, "Okay." Yes. So, yes. <laughs> so and like grew up. Um, I want to say typical black family where everyone's close to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived on the same street um, all my life. Mm-hmm. My aunt lived down the road, yep. so we were <laughs> we were all yeah. really close. Right. All her kids, me and my sister, um, and very close family. And so I believe, and I, what i seen, um, when I introduced everyone to Ashley, they pretty much accepted her as who she was. I love that. So I love it. Ashley, yeah. what about from your perspective with your family um, and everything? My perspective, like Joanne said, like growing up, I just think back to like elementary school. Mm-hmm. I just, like all my friends were black. Right. And it just wasn't a thing in my my head. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, these are my friends. Right. We protect each other. If someone's giving me dirt on the playground, like, you're going to get your butt kicked. Like, <laughs> that's just how it was. Right. Like, they had my back. And, like, that's where I, like, formed bonds where I'm still friends with some of these people that I was friends with in elementary school. So right. it didn't, like, when I was, um, I guess, preschool, it was, like, a Christian white school. Mm-hmm. And then I was right thrown right into public school and it's just like oh like I don't really remember a whole lot of white people in my school Mm -hmm. and even looking at the diversity in it now like majority of the people that go to our elementary school are like black like it just looks like segregation Mm -hmm. I'm just like what happened because I loved it there but um so in my mind I didn't really say oh you're white you're black I didn't like segregate people in my mind because that's how I grew up but Mm -hmm. like looking back on when I started dating just thinking about Jawan's relationship, you would hear like rumblings in right. the family. Like mm-hmm. your grandfather doesn't like this. He'll make it clear. Mm-hmm. Well, now he's holding Eliana. You either going to like that or you're not. You right. want to see your great grandchild or not. Like, right. I don't know. So you can tell like people's moods and, and even if they have like a little bit of, you you can just tell mm-hmm. like they're yeah. just family members. I remember like just the way I talk, like growing up around a lot of black people, like, I just sound a little different. Like, right, I don't right. sound like your average white girl. Um, I would go to my grandmother's house in Virginia, mm-hmm. and they're up there. It's just like. That drawl, <laughs> that dialect. No, they're just like, <laughs> they're, it was just like racist. Yeah, man. And yeah. I would go there, and she'd be like, why do you talk like that? So I, I remember, like, going to her house and trying to talk proper. Mm. Like, I felt like I needed to change myself to <laughs> right. appease her. This is how you should be. This this is the box that I put you in. Mm-hmm. And then I just got to a point where I was like, I'm either going to be myself and like live the truth that I have and mm-hmm. like stand for these people that I love and right. like the man that I love, or <laughs> I'm just going to like play to be someone that I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We've kind of worked through it. I, I remember kind of my dad right at first, he was like mm-hmm. having like brought people in and helped train a lot of like black athletes. It, I think he, he had to get over a point of, okay, like, if this is what my daughter wants, this is what she wants. Right. It didn't seem like blatant, like racism. Cause he, he grew up with a lot of black friends, but it's just kind of like, I guess being 
a white man giving away your white daughter, like, is this going to be the best thing for her? Like, I think he had to think about that question and decide, Mm. like, okay, I do trust him. He's, he, he loves my daughter well. Mm-hmm. Um, not like engagement, but like first when we started dating. And we, I mean, we were idiots when we started dating. So it's just <laughs> kind of like all? teenagers. <laughs> all of us. I think it's also, um, speaking kind of for like a white man, I think it's kind of the, the image that yeah. they may see. Mm-hmm how we are portrayed, not mm-hmm. blaming on the media, but like how... No, let's do that. It's fine. Let's do that. It's okay. <laughs> but like how how, yep. how black men are portrayed in the media, mm-hmm. I can see how aggressive turn mm-hmm. a white man off from dating his prized possession, his daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. And his family, nothing but love. I like, love it. Okay. All his sisters, his mom, like mm-hmm. nothing but love and acceptance. So. Okay. Destiny and Ben. I'm pretty sure Destiny, you might have a little bit of a different perspective because you said your, your whole family, yeah. like you know, they. But yeah. okay, so was it? It was an easy transition. I'm I'm guessing or no? Um, not necessarily. What? Okay. It's more so my mom, my family. Um, again, my uncle, he his wife is Vietnamese, mm-hmm. and um, my other uncle, he's dating like a lot of Hispanic women. So, but I just think that like when it came down to my mom and her seeing that I was in like a, you know, a serious relationship, right. You know, um, that it gave her a little bit of pause, but, um, just because she was looking at it from the perspective of Rocket. Right, Like, right. is he going to be able to, you know, oh, we like, gonna get there. relate mm-hmm. to Rocket oh, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But at the same time, though, like, um, you know, my mom, she hasn't had the best track record of healthy relationships. Mm. And that's what I had to remind her of is that, you know, despite, you know, you not thinking that, you know, whatever she's thinking, why he wouldn't be good for me. Right. Like, this is the man that has stepped in to raise your grandson. Right. And that has been there for us since day one. So mm-hmm. I, um, I feel like she is, uh, she has come a long way, but right. at first she was just very like reserved about it and was, you know, and, and two, we moved down to Charlotte um, during the time. It was a little different. Like okay. I think a few things had, were happening, whatever. And my mom gets all wrapped up in these like stories. She like <laughs> text me at like six o'clock in the morning because you know she she's a mom. Yo, my moms do that. Yeah. She does that too. I'm like, like yo, I'm like, I'm, turn off. You know, eyewitness news. Right. And <laughs> she's like, are you safe? I'm like, girl, I'm in the bed, girl. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> With my bonnet on. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, but my mom at first she was just like, I think it wasn't because he was white I just think that it was because um, she realized the permanence of our relationship got you okay so but um, my family they're all cool like they're right. just like Dope. you know whatever Ben what about from your life. perspective buddy um, so my family so we come from a, a very wealthy white family so okay. everyone's held like prestigious positions and company companies <laughs> and stuff <laughs> so but really my parents are chill yeah. okay so they really don't care they're just like if ben's happy right. then we're happy nice. and they support whatever you do just, just a side note on ben's parents uh-huh. when i tell you like <laughs> when i first met them uh-huh. i was blown away really? i was almost like how did they even produce you? <laughs> they are like the sweetest people <laughs> the most loving and welcomingest people we had never celebrated christmas before because we grew up jehovah's witnesses okay so they like they went out of their way to make sure our first christmas and we oh, weren't wow. even married at the time mm-hmm. our first christmas with them was like this magical thing and wow. they like put out all the bells That's and dope. whistles and stuff 
his family is hands down like the best. That's awesome. Most amazing family. So, so Ben, you're not a very nice person, huh? <laughs> I know, right? You're not, not a very nice <laughs> fellow? That's, that's an understatement. I'm nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, what's you guys' uh, biggest challenge when it comes to interracial dating? Because when, I, like, when I'm out and about, and I guess because I'm from Brooklyn, like, you know, I saw different cultures and I saw those cultures come together. Like, so it was... When I see like a couple together that's you know interracial in, in any means, whether it's Hispanic and Asian, whatever the case is, I I'm like, wow, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I also can see the other people around me looking at it like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. So do you guys have that challenge, and what other challenges do you face like with that, um, with being together? I think I think one of the biggest things is is when identifying racism, right? Like, because from my point of view as a white man, mm-hmm. I don't pick up on it as quick as Destiny does right, as a black right, woman, right? So some that may not rub I me think the wrong way. That's just a woman. I don't think rubs it's black. her the I think wrong it's a way. Woman. We pick up on it. Faster. But I, I think it is. I think it is a black thing too because like we kind of have come up in a way where it's like you know that racism is directed toward us, and so we kind of know when something's happening, and it's like, hey, babe, I need you to pay attention to this. But, this but is what I'm talking about. I mean, I feel like I grew up on the other side of it living well, in yeah, it yeah that's right? true that's true and yeah, so, yeah like i visually know it well mm-hmm. right like i can pick it out very easily mm-hmm. and so like when we first started seeing each other not to jump in on you or anything but mm-hmm. like i could i could pinpoint it yeah mm-hmm. yeah both of us could we, we was ninjas in the game come on racism ninjas i like that i mean i think i think sometimes maybe it's a woman thing where maybe we're just so detail oriented in our surroundings of, mm-hmm. of things like that that we that we pick it up mm-hmm. or maybe it's like are you looking at my man right like, oh, well, yeah, that too. either way then it starts to identify itself yeah yeah i i definitely think that like that's one of one of our small smaller challenges. I try okay. not to be like super hyper vigilant about, right. especially in this climate, uh, you okay. know, yeah. because of media. Like mm-hmm. it's very easy to fall into that trap of, right. you know, not in, and that's not to like suppress the fact that it does exist. Yes. Um, I think one of our challenges is probably you know, um, communication. Like we don't talk like okay. politics and like hot yeah. topics and stuff just mm-hmm. because. I, like I love this man, and right. I don't want to. I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to kill him. Right, no. right. <laughs> I mean, big no, facts. No, big no. facts. It's, it's the fact that I, I absolutely love him, and mm-hmm. we, and it's just unfortunate that we are living in a climate, and mm-hmm. we are living in a time, and in a world that is, you know, where the enemy is just out to destroy anything yes, that slightly resembles love. Right. So right. that's why we try to, you know, communicate with boundaries, especially when we are talking about the outside world Mm -hmm. and when we're talking to each other but um i think our um just like what are you gonna say i I would definitely say like just communication overall um how we communicate about certain topics gotcha and and that we're very sensitive to in how we communicate Mm -hmm. then like you were leaning in yeah no you good okay (laughs) i think we're the exact opposites really I think we talk about everything, okay, politics and all. We uh-huh. get down and dirty of like what's racism, how I feel about it, right. what do I see, mm-hmm. um, things that do you that, consider this? Do you consider it? Right. You know? Don't say certain words uh-huh. type deal. We get into it to make so we both understand at the end of the day uh-huh. both sides of but the story. But I think that's what it takes in the world, right? Is yeah. That, is that like she said, we love each other enough to take away the pain mm-hmm. of talking about it. So I can say things like. Um, 
does this situation come off racist to you? Right. And I can mm-hmm. feel him and I mm-hmm. can understand him on a place that comes from love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, when maybe a stranger, I wouldn't. And, and you feel judged. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, but I, I think he's kind of wrong, though, because I would agree that our communication is not great. Oh, okay. When it comes to? We talk about everything. Uh-huh. But we don't talk about it in the same ways. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're hmm. not always willing to come to a common ground. Gotcha. A lot of times it's um, ready, set, fight. Ready, set, like who can win? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's okay. why, and that's yeah. what prompted us to carry on the way until we can find a way mm-hmm. to do it in a way where, you know, we both walk back to our corners not feeling torn down. Right. Um, because, it, I mean, it's such a sens- sensitive you know, topic. It really so is. It really like, is. Yeah. Oh my God. And, like, and you keep well, saying it, but what? Sorry. Yeah, that's the problem. We're both passionate about right, something, right. so then you're going to hold grips, mm-hmm. and that's when the clash yep. begins. And it's also perspective driven. Yes, it is. 100%. And, and yeah. I, I really feel like one of our biggest challenges that we are coming to grips with is the fact that we can't walk in each other's shoes. Right. At all. And the only thing that we can do is, you know, work on our empathy towards each other mm-hmm. and to continue to grow our love towards each other because he'll never know what it's like to be a black woman mm-hmm. and I'll never know what it's like to be a white man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like just being respectful of that and we and, and that's why it's harder for us to have those conversations right. because it is perspective driven. I, I think okay. we're the same way just so hard-headed that it's you know eventually we will come back to the conversation <laughs> both feeling defeated afterward and willing to concede ah, you know gotcha. what I mean like both of us are willing to concede at that point but that creates know? a moment where it's like okay I'm not so much as defending my position as being willing to understand where you're coming from now right because so, I love you I'm willing yeah, to yeah yeah so I mean even though like the road might be rocky for y'all to get there I think you know you guys are communicating you know it might be a little difficult to get there but you get there you know well, I can you tell you that somewhere. our yeah, first yeah. year our first year together it was a little strange to get to know each other in that aspect because like I said his ex-wife was from Trinidad Mm -hmm. so they were when they would communicate it would be at very high volumes Mm, okay you know what I mean very very high (laughs) very 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 high very high max and I am not that person (laughs) right you know what I mean you get loud with me and I'm gone Mm -hmm. you know I'm I'm, I'm finding the next exit until you can calm down and Mm -hmm. we can talk about it because otherwise I'm gonna be snapping my head and saying some evil stuff (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just aggressive no he's not no no wait a minute now what I mean by that is this he's not an aggressive person she was a very aggressive person gotcha. so the first year he was still on defense holding, he like was still survival. he was still yeah. trying to hold his own against what he thought he needed to right, right, right. so like one of the first times that we yelled I, at that point oh, I, I, I didn't care okay once i went through a relationship where i felt like this was it type deal and yeah. then i felt like uh you did me wrong mm-hmm. okay it's on now gotcha i was young i had money i didn't have any kids yeah, i'm gonna yeah. act stupid i act stupid okay until she brought me down and that, that, i can remember <laughs> gotcha. at one point like him being on the stairs and me being down the stairs and looking up at him and being like who are you yelling at like we're, we're mm-hmm. not even there right right you know what i mean like it was a simple question and it was conversation but n- nothing about it was heated and you immediately came back yelling because you felt like it right. was gonna get mm-hmm. you know what i mean don't be ready set fight Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Right. You know, so it took us a little while to mm-hmm. start to gauge that in mm-hmm. um, for it to make sense for us. Okay. Ashley, Jawan, challenges? Any? Um, I think we, so at, at first, from my perspective, I I really didn't share um, like how I felt about a lot of situations that was going on. Okay. 
it was just one of the crazy events that happened. And she, uh, I think we was watching on the news or something. She was like, how that make you feel? In, mm. in Charlotte? Yeah, I think when so. When Ellie was a baby? Yeah. Yep. And she was like, how that make you feel? And I think from that point on, like, that that opened up a lot of communication between us two. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, so I kind of took it like I already knew how she felt. I know she's not racist, so right. let's keep it moving. Um, but then from that point on, like, we really started talking about a lot of things, and it just seemed like – Every month, something new was coming up. Right. So we have to talk about that. And mm-hmm. This is how it make me feel. And mm-hmm. This is going on. And this is going on. So um, I think we have a pretty, we have a clear, a clear walkway when it comes to kind of dealing with that kind of situation. Okay. Ashley? Um, just going back to what Destiny said, it, perspective. Mm-hmm. So right. I think us now having a daughter that is both white and black Mm -hmm. like the perspective of being a mother and trying to steward that well Mm -hmm. and really understand where he's coming from how he feels right police brutality how does that make you feel like if we have a son that the world would look at as black like Mm -hmm. how are we gonna how are we gonna walk through this together and raise a child that can can deal with that type of world Mm -hmm. so i don't know i just i feel like the scales started to come off and like I said, I have a lot of black friends, but it's different to have friends and then like walk through life and see someone hurting. Right. And and, and not just turn a blind eye and not say anything as right. a white woman in America. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's just been a learning experience. But again, I want to know his heart. I want to know how he feels and I want to know how we can come against it, mm-hmm. um, the evil in the world, and like just shine like mm-hmm. the light and the love that we have and that our family is strong enough to just say, hey, like, this is right, this is wrong, you're racist, mm-hmm. like, whatever it needs to be, and just show something better and greater. Okay. So definitely perspective for me. All right, so my next two questions are a bit spicy. Oh. So if <laughs> if I if I, if I I reach a place where, like, this is a bit too much, you just let me know, and it's, it's cool, Pineapples. okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's... <laughs> Hit me with the safe word. word. Hit me with the safe word. Um, (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, All right. So the N-word. All right. So we have interracial couples here. um, And as society would state, one person in this relationship can use that word. The other one cannot. Has that conversation ever been had between the two of you Absolutely. about that word. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Well, the conversation doesn't need to be had because yeah. we don't use it in our household uh-huh. at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, that's just that's just oh. us, like, especially with my son. Right. Like, we, I, I think I eliminated that word from my vocabulary a long time ago. Okay. Just so there's no slip-ups. Yes, ma'am. No, we, we've had the conversation. But, okay. Um, but I think that we had the conversation not because I wanted to use the word. Well, I mean, of course but, not. But, yeah. because, <laughs> but because we have children. You know and what that's, I mean? that's why I brought it yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I should have probably prefaced that, right? That conversation <laughs> is that, like, you know, certain music, things like that, certain, you know, shows. Right, um, right. Certain, certain people, you're having a conversation with one of your boys. Right. You know, that's a high school, you know, long, con- you know, uh, a year-long thing where where you know this person very well and that's just the way you talk to each other fine I can respect that but respect our family gotcha. well one thing um we weren't having that shit in our house okay dad wasn't playing it mom wasn't playing it right, I never right. heard my mm-hmm. dad use it yeah. I never heard my mom use okay it. so we grew up like that just it, we're not gonna say it mm-hmm. so me now even if I'm with close friends right. and I hear him going at it I still kind of cringe a little gotcha. bit it's, like mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. a little too rough for me it's gotcha. too, too aggressive so it, it was just something that like 
it was just instilled in me. We it's just very, didn't. It's interesting with me. Like I, I, I um, I say it. You can pause. No, oh, we can pause. It's okay. You good? Okay. Speaking of kids, like we speak sign language. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> what y'all didn't see was a uh, rocket came to the door and Destiny was not having it. She was having it. Oh. You know what that looks. She didn't say a word. <laughs> I, I saw her take off a shoe. I saw, I saw her take off a shoe. Son. Oh my gosh. No, like I, I um. And I've, we've had the, the N-word conversation on my show se- several times. And um, I use the word, um, but I'm always, it's interesting. Like, I'm not for it or against it. Mm-hmm. I recognize both sides. But every time I say it, I'm conscious that I say it. Mm-hmm. Every single time it comes, I'm like, I just said that. And, and whether it's good or bad, I notice it. So that kind of tells me, okay, we need to figure out why we're, why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, yeah, that's why that's what I wanted to ask and see. Because you, all you guys have kids. And I know, like, you know, it has to be a little bit of a, a different conversation had. Ashley, Jawan, what do you guys feel about that? Um, I don't – I think for a while, just uh, bad language in general, mm-hmm. I kind of got rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's one of the words that it's like – it's kind of like what you were just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm conscious that when I do use it, mm-hmm. it's mainly when I'm around my family and right. like Ashley's not around. I don't uh-huh. think I probably ever, I don't think I ever used the word around Ashley. Mm-hmm. Maybe once, just kind of came out. But like, I at home I don't use that word. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm around my family, my peoples. So if if one of you know your kids get older and like they you know they use the word around around you, you know, in your presence. How do y'all, how do y'all feel? I already know how Destiny feels. How she looking at me like, <laughs> Rocket already know what's up. He yeah. see this shoe when I took it off. <laughs> with my Vapor Max <laughs> How would y'all, how do y'all handle that? You know, and who, who takes charge of that conversation? Well, I know in our household, like Ben has full rights as a parent. Yes. So and I can't um, I can't even think of a reason why Rocket would out of all the words in the vocabulary mm-hmm. like why he would he would feel the need it, it it would probably in my head if if he came home and he all of a sudden said it mm-hmm. it would be like okay it's a cultural thing it's something that he heard in music mm-hmm. you know in media yeah. Or his friends, yeah. but hold on. If you heard it from his friends, he's like the only black kid. So now that's a problem. Oh, okay. Because yeah. so, right. we live in a predominantly white area. Got you. So now, so if he came home and said it, it's instantly going to be X because it's just like one of those things where it's like, you know, like now you're doing a book report on the whole world, <laughs> the whole history behind yeah. it. It's yeah. just like, you yeah. know, I don't want him frivolously using that word. Right. And then because he. He most likely is going to be the only black kid, like in, mm-hmm. in whatever he's doing, it, mm-hmm. where we currently live. Right. It's like, you know, are you making non-black people comfortable with using that word gotcha. and then thus adding to the problem gotcha. of it? And not knowing but, the history know, of it. Right. Thank gotcha. you. Yeah. Right. I'm going to just say, if if I'm a child of Destiny and Ben, I ain't doing shit wrong. I'm going to tell you right now. Because <laughs> um, they look like they bought that action, and I don't want no parts of it. I'm good. Well, it's okay, because Rocket doesn't get spanking. No. Still, though, just, just the, the, the... Listen, gotta look at him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you you got you got the shoe and, and, the, and the, the sign language, and this one's got the, got the face. Like, don't fuck with me. Like, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want no parts of that. I'm just telling you. 
<laughs> How would you won't make eye contact with you. Though. Right, right. Intimidating. <laughs> how do y'all feel like if if one of your kids grew up and they started, you know, using the term and, you know, how did how do we feel about this parents? It's going to be scary since we don't use it around our home. Right. So that it would be definitely where did you pick this up at? And mm-hmm. let's backtrack. And and we're going to do his I don't know. I don't I can't say I would necessarily get upset. Right. It would definitely be shocking to me. Like, okay. you know, like if he just walked around the house and just yell when they shit that, then I, would, <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily, right. we don't curse around the house. Uh-huh. So it would still be something shocking. And where did you hear that from? Right. Is it something that you're seeing? Is it something mm-hmm. that you heard? Um, I, and I don't know her perspective of it, but for me, it's not like I'm saying cool, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I just need to know where it come from and put a, put a stop to it or educate him so he got you okay education right i feel like um i mean it's nice to know how he feels Uh you know um we've never had this conversation before welcome to the cookout yeah we do have have a son and we have a daughter and um and our son is the oldest and um he's very protective over his sister and all Mm -hmm. of that you know but i can say that um I would just need to know more, gotcha. right? Like I can't say that I would be angry or 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 anything like that. First, I need to know more, right? Mm-hmm. What context are you saying it in? Mm-hmm. Um, is your dad around? Um, uh, was it? Um, did you take the pain from it? You mm. know what I mean? Uh, I got you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Were you joking around? Now, now maybe we do need to have a follow up conversation about the fact that I don't like to hear you joke that way. And if you're going to do it, don't, please don't do it in front of mom. You got know you. what I mean? Or have a conversation with dad about it because he can give you a lot more right. behind it. But I can tell you from my point of view, I cringe to hear it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I know that my son is half black and I can't take that choice from him. Come on, somebody. Well, all right. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. All right. Ashley Jawan with Miss mm-hmm. Ellie. Who has her mom's personality? So I already no know. <laughs> so I already know she's gonna hear it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Just with her, like Jawan side of the family, uh-huh. just like people that are around. Mm-hmm. I mean, get a little crazy. <laughs> so they get wild, <laughs> <They> get wild. <laughs> <laughs> So when is this gonna first pop up? Because I feel like it it will probably pop up. Yeah, you gotta be ready for it. But yeah. I'm not gonna like it. Uh huh. We're gonna have to squash it. Okay. But I would that, rather that's the do plan. That the plan is to squash it and educate it. But yeah. okay. That, so the consensus around the table is, is educate. Oh, Not with Ellie. <laughs> Ellie ain't having it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how that works. Ellie is boss lady. I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I, I just don't understand. I I would not feel comfortable living in a household where. As of right now, mm-hmm. two people can say a particular word, ah. but then. The other person can't say it. Right. right. Yeah. So right. It's, to me, it would just, the the thing to be, to, to do would be to just nobody completely says eliminate. Nobody yeah, says yeah. it. Right. Okay. Right. You know? Yeah. I get that. I get so, that. But I mean, at the end of the day, you do eventually leave the household. You know what I mean? And, and when that happens, you are you are subject to other people and mm-hmm. other types of, of languages and yep. so forth. And there's a lot of things I'm not going to want to hear you say. Mm-hmm. But. You know, it's oh, but when they leave the household, yeah. that's fine. When you right. pay your own taxes, you pay <laughs> yeah, your own law, yeah. you say whatever you I want. I can promise you, you're not running up and down the stairs talking to dad that way. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. It's not, it's not going down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my next uh, spicy question here. Um, how can I? How, how do I phrase this? Um, okay, does it exist, and and um, how do we feel about it if it does? White privilege. Let's discuss yes, it that. 
It exists. I'm, I'm, I know the answer to the question, but I am asking if, like, does that come up? Have you guys discussed that? Is it something that, like, you know, with, like, the climate, you know, things that we see on television, things that are happening, it's like, sometimes it's like, yo, you can get away with that shit, but I can't. You know, like, they'll put a clap at me in a minute, like, but you can do whatever the hell you want to do. Like, you can see a situation where it's like, um, you know, um, there's a mass shooting. Like, the, uh, the young man that walked into that church in Charleston, like, you know, shot yeah. the place up. And he got a fucking burger on the way to, you know, like, you know, it, but like me, like if I'm out on the street and I'm just as square as you as, as you can be and like you pull up to my car and say, yo, get your wallet. And I reach my wallet and you and you, and you shoot me. It's different, you know. So um, do we have those conversations like when we see this stuff happening? Is it like, you know, we have them, but I can't say that we're necessarily serious about it. I, I, I don't what do you mean serious. Yeah, because. I definitely believe that there is such a thing as white privilege. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, we, we I mean, like once again, we talk about it, but I can't I can't necessarily remember when we have a conversation and it's like, yeah, this this is definitely white. If I see white privilege, mm-hmm. we both recognize it mm-hmm. and I think we move on from that not necessarily having a deep conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I, I don't know. Another reason why I ask this too, I mean, I have a I have a friend of mine, um really really great friend of mine, and he's he's a white guy. And um, he's very cultured, very, you know, he's been been around the world and everything. But about a year ago, we had a conversation and he did not know that white privilege was a thing. Like he was like shocked and like floored. And me and another friend of mine, we had to kind of like break it down for him. And we were like, and then after the conversation it was like, how did he not know that? You know, was he just like so much into his privilege that he didn't realize he That's had it? privilege right there. Right, but <laughs> now, now not to take anything away from him because he asked for the knowledge and he's right. moved better accordingly afterward, which is I think is a beautiful thing. But I was just like, do people not have these conversations? Like, and then I'm thinking to myself, if I'm in a relationship with a with a white guy, like, we gonna talk about this shit? Like, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, we've had funny conversations before, like when we first started seeing each other. I can remember us driving down the <laughs> driving down the street, and um, we used to love just to drive around and look at houses. Mm-hmm. And um, we were driving through this neighborhood, and there was <laughs> there was this um, this dirt road that went down into the woods. Oh, I'm good. No but thanks. I was like, I was. It was a really nice neighborhood, y'all. And I was like, you know, let's go down there. I've got to see this house. And I'm like, Mario's face right now. Turn in. And he's like, oh hell no. <laughs> he's like, you're trying to get me killed. He said, That's private property, and I can't see what's down there. Right, right. And and and, and I'm like, something's wrong with you. Like, we'll just be like, we want to see how beautiful your house is. No, and no. he's like, baby, don't work like that. It don't. And, and she so, can drive down that dark road right. and say, hey, your house is beautiful. You'll be casing the place. Last thing I say is, hey. Bow. Thank you. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it it totally exists. And Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of times he needs to point it out to me. Got you. Mm -hmm. You know, and and I'm fully willing to see it once Mm -hmm. he points it out to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But it it, it full on exists. Okay. Other couples, how do we feel about it? Are are you guys okay with tackling the conversation or not? Yeah. Okay, cool. Go for it. We've had this conversation, haven't yeah. we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like it's an ongoing conversation because, yeah. for my un- understanding, I mean, I gotta, I gotta ask him, right. like, show me, because mm-hmm. there are certain things that I don't see as a white woman, right? Until he points it out and tells me how he feels, mm-hmm. so it frustrates me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not okay. Like as human beings, how can mm-hmm. we continue to live in this climate and allow things to happen like this? Mm-hmm. Um, like everybody's valuable, but. The mm-hmm. system is not set up that way. Gotcha. So, um, and I think the information's out there if you it really want to get is. into that. Right. Um, like we watched that 
13th documentary. Oh man. Mm. Oh man. We talked about that on the show here. Like I that's a one and done for me. I can't I can't watch it again. It's too heavy. It's really heavy and like on a lighter but it still kind of tackles the subject was the killer Mike thing he did on Netflix. I've been meaning to watch that. It's pretty it's pretty good. He talks Mm -hmm. about the white privileges and like how America um like how we how they demonized black gangs such as like Crips and Bloods Mm -hmm. but like Hell's Mm -hmm. Angels whose were right right like they pretty much commercialized that Mm -hmm. and so he was like trying to get the blacks the crips and the bloods to kind of start their own kind of legal money trying to make them kind of like hell's angels it's pretty cool um but that's something white privilege is something that as probably like a teenager is Mm -hmm. when i i kind of started catching on got it it. okay okay like and then growing up and then started working mm-hmm. and then it's like started yeah. applying for jobs and mm-hmm. it's like oh wait like all right so then talking then talking to people and it's like oh, okay i see how it's going mm-hmm. and i think so at that point that's when i was like okay but i didn't really know how to express it and i didn't really know who else to talk to mm-hmm. about it so it just it just kind of move accordingly right mm-hmm. and then we started talking about it and i think that really helped us a lot okay all right, Destiny Man. Yeah, I think I started recognizing it, especially when I entered the workforce. Uh huh. Because Destiny opened my eyes to it more. Okay. Because I, I would apply for jobs, get interviews. To me, it was nothing. Right, right. right. You know, because <laughs> yes. it's just, it, that's what well, was in me, right? Right. But I think since I dated her and then with Rocket, uh-huh. starting to realize things, mm-hmm. like even at his daycares and stuff, he gets treated differently. Oh, right? wow. So, wow. like, if there's a scuffle, he's always getting in trouble. Got and it. And then I'm starting to realize, like, the Ballantyne Ridge White kids uh-huh. don't get caught right. or reprimand. They don't mm-hmm. say nothing. Right. But he's always getting busted, and then they're threatening us that he's going to get kicked out. Wow. And then Destiny really opened my eyes to it more. And then at work, seeing people, like, people who are overqualified, mm-hmm. who are who are black, mm-hmm. and then people who are underqualified white are getting the promotions. And then you see it, it. back and forth that way. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I think... I think white privilege starts like from Rocket's age on up. Oh yeah. You think about like when you're outside playing. I think about mm-hmm. our neighbors who I won't name or whatever. <laughs> they run around. They can do certain things. Right. One because their mama is in the house doing whatever she want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rocket will get yoked up if he acts a certain way yoked or up, yes. if he. I heard that one know, a long time. Yeah. That's the collar. Yeah. You can right. walk back in with your with your collar all wrinkled. Yeah. <laughs> and and but you know and so I think it starts at like that level. Mm-hmm. But then on just a lighter note of the white privilege, like I revel in it. Like I know mm-hmm. I almost use it as a perk. I'm like, put oh, me on sis. How bad customer service? Hold on, let me call my <laughs> husband over here, <laughs> <laughs> yes. and we be we be leaving with refunds and coupons <laughs> and surveys uh-huh. and follow up calls. And it's like it's one of those things where it's like just and it's totally like just being light with it. Yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. there is a heavier side 100%. to it. But um, you ain't you got know. to explain that here. I'm, I ain't, I'm trash. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I, make fun of, I make fun of stuff that really shouldn't be made fun of. Yeah. Right, Ashley? But, <laughs> but it got to the point where I was just like, you know, there is, um, I think we had the conversation where I was like, you know, um, when we kind of started easing into the whole white privilege conversation and it was like, you know, you walk into a room and 
people automatically assume that you that you own it mm. whereas i had to walk into a room and just prove why why i'm even supposed to be there right right, right. and 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 a part of it was like okay well like from his perspective it was like well why don't you walk in like you own it mm-hmm. and i was like yeah actually i never tried doing right, that right, right. you know and it's like it it kind of made me start thinking of things just a little differently mm-hmm. where it's like you all you automatically had that um you know just that air about you like yeah i belong here right and, right and and so i do walk a little different yeah because of you know i i kind of had to like borrow some that kind of radiates off of you though like i <laughs> yeah, see that yeah like, yeah absolutely yeah so what were you gonna say about i think it's like the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm so like I I'll get the benefit of the doubt as a right. white man always. Right, right. You know, of course, like with police brutality and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, if they see me doing something, it's the benefit of the doubt. Oh, he's not right, doing right. anything that you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, <laughs> let's say Rocket, <laughs> Rocket grows up because he's gonna drive eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, and he may not get the same benefit of the doubt. How do you guys? Okay, so this just jumped into my head. How do you guys um, have the conversations with Rocket about about these sorts of things? Because how can I, I'm feeling it as I'm saying it. How can I say it? So Rocket's growing up with being raised by a white man who will not fully understand his position. Mm-hmm. So how do you guys like navigate that that conversation with him? And, you know, because I mean, he, he is your son. Mm-hmm. Both of you guys are sons. So how do you guys do that with him? Oh, we, it is a work in progress. Okay. So a part of our strategy is to allow Rocket to be a kid. And then as he brings those topics to us mm-hmm. then we have a very transparent conversation with them age appropriate of course right 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 but um you know i recognize that there's going to be a struggle in that and i believe that re- ben recognizes that as well because mm-hmm. again it's all perspective perspective driven mm-hmm. so rocket will oh so ben will never know what it's like to be a black mm-hmm. man right. as rocket grows up so a lot of it is, you know, Rocket to come home and he'll he'll bring up something that he heard at school mm-hmm. or whatever, and we just go into the, you know, we go into the conversation of, well, that wasn't right. Mm-hmm. It was because of the, you know, the color of his skin or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or he may he he went through a phase that he was like glorifying Thomas Jefferson, and I had to break oh, it down. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> and he was like, Thomas Jefferson was the man, and, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but, was it but baby, you know. <laughs> And so, you know, certain conversations like that, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, baby, you know, Thomas Jefferson owns slaves. Right, right, right. A right, whole right. lot of them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and as he gets older, if we ever had a conversation again, we'll talk about how, you know, he had the mistress for 30 years and right, six kids. Right. And, um, and then, and Sally Hemings. Built, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and they done turned her little room into an exhibit and mm-hmm. they say it's something else now. But, but as he gets older, we'll have that conversation. But I think... Um, our strategy is to really just be, you know, empathetic to okay. Rocket's needs. Right. Whatever right. that mm-hmm. whatever that season calls for, that's what we're gonna be for him. Okay. Yeah, so. We, we let him learn. Right. Because I remember like I've read him books that had slavery in it. Uh-huh. Martin Luther King. Right. And right. he'll sit there and he was like, Look at this guy. A white man killed him. Right. White. <laughs> and, and I'm reading the book. <laughs> yeah, and, and he'll say it like super loud. And we just let him speak his opinion. Because to me, you know, he needs to learn. Right, yeah, right. Of course. Know? Yeah. yeah. You know, I think that's. that's but we don't want to jade him. No, no at not the at same all. time, no. it's like, you know, again, it's like. I don't want him to be like super hyper vigilant mm-hmm. about it, but at the same time, like I don't want to like brush over it as if it doesn't exist. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like this really fine balance between you know, well, what do you want to know, mm-hmm. and then we just go into it from there. And see, I, I think that's I think that's a great thing, and, and you guys trying to find that fine line and that balance 
is what makes the difference between, you know, raising a kid who is like, you know, aware in a healthy way about, you know, race relations and such, Mm -hmm. as opposed to raising your kid to be hyper vigilant or prejudiced or racist. And I think that that stuff is learned in the home, you know? Mm -hmm. So the reason why we have to sit here and have this conversation about something that should just be normal, quote unquote, or regular, is because, you know, you have a parent who's, you know, carrying these these ideals and like giving it to their kid and like raising a little douchebag who's gonna yep. go out and be like a racist you know what yep. i mean like mm-hmm. and like so i think what you guys are doing all of you guys as parents i think having those open conversations and like giving it to them as they're ready for it i think that's i think that's awesome yeah i also don't want my son to fear anybody right like i don't oh, want him, yes I want him say to, that yeah, say that like, i want i want him to of course there are things to be aware of mm-hmm. But I don't want him to walk around with this unnecessary fear mm-hmm. because then it, it, it does turn into that, you know, mm-hmm. like, especially with us living down south or whatever. Right. Like, I want him to be aware of it, not be ignorant to it. Yes. But at the same time, I don't want my baby to fear anybody. Yeah, running around you know, like scared. Because yeah. they can get busted in their mouth, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is, I love her is. so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got that same energy. I, I stay ready. I stay ready. Oh, man. I, I salute all of you guys as parents. Um, and you know, because there is an, an additional challenge with having a child who may be biracial or a child that is not of your race. It's, yeah. it's different and it's a little bit harder. So I salute you guys for doing that. And especially with Ben, like you, you take this on willingly. Mm-hmm. And as you do it, you recognize that, okay, I am a white man with privilege. However, I'm going to be raising this, this young black man and I need to put him that's on to everything up. that's going on. So, so I salute you for that, man. Seriously. That's really awesome. I don't know if that's a challenge I could, I could face. So that's, that's great. Um, where am I going to go with this next? Um, okay. What's your response? <laughs> BJ is going to be ready for this one. What's your response to people saying that you cannot be pro-black and date interracially? What is your response? Jawan too, because he has something to say about that as well. I remember. <laughs> yeah. You, um, you hit me up. You were like, I'm pro-black and my, my wife is white. You're like, so what's up? I'm like, I, they, man, it wasn't me, fam. Like, <laughs> How do you guys, what do you, is your response to people saying that you can't, you can't, those two things can't go together. I think it's silly, but. I mean, I just don't get how they can't go together. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I'm not Malcolm X, but <laughs> I, I understand and I see what's going on in the world and mm-hmm. I know what we need. Just so happen I'm married to a white woman. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make me less black. Mm-hmm. Facts. So Facts. it's like I still have to deal with <clears throat> issues that every other black man in this world has to deal with. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, because you're dating, a, uh, you're married to so, a white woman. Yeah, it's so it's an initial problem. So, yeah. so it's like, I so, you, so you're telling me that I can't deal with the black issues because I'm married to a white woman. Mm. That's what I didn't really understand. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like, what do you mean by being pro-black? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because the car you're driving is made by a white man. Oh, okay. The house you're living in is probably built by a white. Teach the people now. <laughs> so it's like teach them if you want if you want to be technical you want to be pro-black like there is no way to actually do everything in this world and be like you know what? i'm gonna just do all everything black because it's not possible mm-hmm. so it's like how can you be really pro-black got you anybody else want to weigh in um so i mean i i think that what bothered me about that episode is that is that I, um is that i knew a lot of you guys on the panel yes and and, and it seemed like um a consensus in a lot of ways that you can't be pro-black and be with a white person Mm -hmm. um and and it bothered me because it's like you know how can i be pro-black in a way that is respectful to you Mm -hmm. right and that was kind of one of the things that also went around was 
how can a white person be pro-black? Can they be? You'd be more of an ally. That'd right? be the, the t- yeah. and, and, and it was like, no, they can't be. Well, I mean, I, I beg to differ because I have a black son. I have mm-hmm. a black daughter. Mm-hmm. I have a black husband. Right. Um, I see that culture as absolutely beautiful right. in every way, shape, and form, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so to tell me that I can't be something, maybe mm-hmm. I can't feel your pain in the way that you felt right, it, and right. maybe that's what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but... At the same time, I don't ever want to feel like it's something I can't be. You know what gotcha. I mean? I want to always be striving to to feel like I understand in a better way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To do it in a respectful way that would be respectful to his family and mm-hmm. his, you know, to his people and, right. and, and things like that. I just it's not something that I want to feel like is unattainable. Right. And I mean, and I don't like I don't like disagree with you. Like I said, like that episode was it was hot, you know. Um, the table was definitely split and um, it was myself and Stephanie who she she's biracial. And then we had um, Tati and Jamil here as well. And like we were just on different sides of it. And we both felt really passionate. Actually, that was one of the first times I actually had to like wrangle the room together. I'm like, all right, y'all, we, we, we friends, okay? Remember, <laughs> we love each other, all right? Well, I'm uh, like yelling in the car going on the road, texting it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think it's beautiful to have those conversations. And I think it's necessary because it really gets people to start thinking. And, and so we had that conversation. Then I had the live show shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. And then the conversation came up again and we got more clarity. So I think mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. Um, I I think you can be perfectly pro-black and date whoever the hell you want to date. You know, I, you know, my first boyfriend was not black. He was Hispanic. My second one was biracial and my last one was black. We, and it, it's all different challenges with each of those things. But it doesn't mean I'm any less black or any less pro-black. Right. I love my people. I love what we do. I think we the shit, you know, and that doesn't change because I might, you know, see this white guy and be like, damn, he bad. Like. Yeah. And I would date him. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with that. You know? real. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I was just doing that at brunch today, actually, child. Oh, my God. Jesus, be a fence. Anyway, we're going to move on. I ain't shit. I really ain't. Uh, but we got, we got this guy, um, a friend of ours, we met a few years back. And he's, like, probably one of the most pro-black men that you'll ever know. Mm-hmm. And, like, so it's, like, whenever we have issues that we kind of, like, struggle with dealing with, mm-hmm. we call him and go him. Mm-hmm. Or go to him. And he's married to a Hispanic woman. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, so it's like, I, that's one reason why I'm like, I don't really get how you can't be pro black. Right. right. Agreed. I thought you were leaning. I thought you were about to No, say, I okay. honestly, so can you give me clarification on, sure. like, the pro black movement? Is it just, like, all things black? Like, pretty much. It's, I, it's, 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 um, doing your best to support um, the black movement, the black cause, black businesses, and um, making sure that, you know, that is always at the forefront of, like, the things that you try to do. Um, not necessarily to exclude anybody, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I go there first. I celebrate that first, in okay. a sense. So, okay. Yeah. So, why... I- all right, so right. I need to like and I need to go back and listen. You to have that to listen episode. to it, yeah. Yeah. and and some and I don't want to I don't want to misquote anybody. I'm like this is really good. I don't want to misquote anybody, but part of the conversation that was said, and forgive me if I'm if I'm misquoting you because I know they, I know they're listening right now. Um, it was said that, and this is why I, I like the diversity at the table because I have two couples that have a, a black male and a white woman, then I have one that's a white male and a, and a black woman because they were saying that in the black male white woman situation, it's easier. Again, forgive me if I'm misquoting for the man um, for, for the man to be pro-black because he's the head of the household. Mm. But on the flip side, it's more difficult because the head of the household is a white male. Mm. So the trickle down effect, in a sense, is going to be like at the end of the day, what he says is going to be law. 
However, comma, as I sit here and as I know people, like I'm looking at, I'm like, Destiny don't seem like a pushover to me, child. Like, you, you, you know, so I, those, so when we were having a conversation, I was thinking about people like you guys, like that are in my life. And I'm like, it, this, I, when I have these conversations, I think through that and I'm like, that's not, it's a very blanketed statement to make, yeah. you know? And so it's difficult yeah. for me to subscribe to that. So um, again, you guys forgive me if I misquoted you, but definitely go back and listen to the yeah, episode. Really. It was it was definitely spicy, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, BJ had a very strong reaction to it. She really did. She, she hit me up immediately. She was like, listen, this is how I feel about this. I was like, okay. <laughs> but it, it was welcome because I was like, okay, I was feeling like this and I, I don't feel like I really articulated it well. Um, but... It didn't make me angry. It didn't make mm-hmm. me angry. It just made me want to talk. Right. You know? Yes. That's yeah. always the goal with the show. Yes. That's yeah, absolutely. It didn't make me angry. It just it made me realize that I know people that think very differently than mm-hmm. I do about certain things. I mean, mm-hmm. not, not only that, like, how does it fit into the fact that I have a daughter, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, um, who, you know, I know nothing about her hair. Right. You know what I mean? I know nothing mm-hmm. about hair wraps, about those things, but she looks absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You know, these are things that I have to teach myself and I have to learn now. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, like, how do I teach my daughter to move forward being pro-black? Right. Um, meaning, you know, to to embrace those cultural things that mm-hmm. I want her to embrace. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you know, any of those things. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to braid your hair. I mm-hmm. want to be able to take you and get the things that you want to get done. Right. Regardless of which side you want to push it to. Right. I get you. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys first got together. Um, were there any um, stereotypes that you may have had that you may not have even thought that you had that you had to work through or um, were there anything you were surprised by like when you got together like anything like that white people don't use washcloths (laughs) (laughs) straight military wash (laughs) (laughs) Jawan you ain't shit I swear (laughs) I would agree with that right now Oh my gosh! That is too funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't use so that that would. <laughs> yeah, that's a military watch. That's what they call it, right? Oh man, you know what? I say this all. You know, I, I can hear. I can feel it when the title of the show happens. There it is. That's it. Thank you, Jawan. I appreciate it. That is fucking funny. Oh man, what about the what about the rest of y'all? Anything other than washcloths? As far as stereotypes, yeah, like you know, any like preconceived notions you might have had, or like anything like that, or what anything um, you were surprised by. Oh, I was surprised by Ben. He he's really good at basketball, my baby. My okay, baby. I said the same. Thing. I, said, <laughs> I, 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 I tell you what, let me chime in on this. <laughs> I used to work. With, I was working with Ben, and Ben would always say, "I could be going to the Y. I was balling this dude, yeah. trying to square me up." I said, "Ben, I would kick your ass in basketball." But I keep hearing stories about people oh, man. and Ben just manhandling people in, in b-ball. And ben got game. Okay. Yes, my baby got game, but uh, but um. He don't season his chicken. He's, oh, wow. <laughs> so the like, stereotype baby. is upheld, huh? <laughs> like, baby, did you put some salt and pepper on it? <laughs> no, no. I'm no. eating clean this week, no. babe. I'm <laughs> that is hilarious. Wow. Okay, good times, good times. What's the biggest thing you've learned since being in an interracial relationship? About yourself or about your, your, um, your partner? Any big lessons? Patience. Mm. Mm. I had, I mean... With me being in um, the first um, interracial mm-hmm. relationship, um, she taught me, like she said before, like 
when me and my black female would or spouse would get in an argument or just talk we just naturally would just be loud right. we could be looking at tv mm -hmm. and it's a loud <laughs> right. environment so it, she kind of you know turned down your volume mm -hmm. calm down a little bit mm -hmm. sit in the back seat and calm, you know you know stuff right. like that so it just taught me how to turn it down okay be more aware and quiet gotcha listen more okay i can say that anyone else he turned me up a little bit. Okay. I mean, balance. Honest. Come on, yeah. balance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He turned me up a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it, it only takes a few times of being like, hey, hey, you know, calm down. Let's not get there. Mm. To be like, if you don't show, you know, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, like, so, so, I mean, I think it, there is a balance of, like, mm -hmm. us understanding, like, I know his touch points and, and, mm -hmm. and. Um, things that I won't push him on, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I think that he feels the same way. But then if it's something that we're both very passionate about, mm -hmm. um, w like I said to you before the show, um, it's, hey, meet me in the garage. Right. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Because we're about to, yeah, we're about to have it out. Right. And the kids can't hear it. Gotcha. Um, yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, we, you know, we have a thing over our bed that says always kiss me goodnight. And we always, we always try to come together at the end of it. But, mm -hmm. I mean, we are not afraid to just completely I speak my mind balls to the wall that's beautiful and that, that's something i really want in whatever relationship i end up in i really want to be able to do that because i'm a very i mean on this platform like there's nothing i won't talk about mm -hmm. right. and so my relationships i want to be able to like just be completely open and transparent so i think like that's a great example to set like well, that's a beautiful. lot of times like he'll say something like we'll be fighting and he'll be like you know you're a straight asshole and i'll just start laughing the way he said it you know what i mean and we just right. end up in hysterics because yeah. we're yelling at each that's other. best friend mm -hmm. vibes yeah. right there i like that <laughs> yeah. i like that don't be afraid to say what you're going to say and yeah. not only that but you don't feel be, it anyway. Don't be afraid to, to receive the criticism either. Yes. A lot of people, a, a lot of people will receive criticism and push it off, not realizing you can learn from it. Come on, somebody. So, if, mm. like once again, she sit down, listen to what I gotta say, right. and I really start thinking about what she's saying mm -hmm. and listening to it, and try to, you know, right, learn some knowledge and move on from there. That's yeah, what I'm saying. not great at criticism. I okay. gotta come back for it. Yeah. Like, okay. You can criticize me, and I might lose it for a second. And then gotcha. I'll come back because now I I took a second mm -hmm. to stop thinking about how much I hate you right now. You know what I <laughs> right. mean? And and be like, well, damn, he might be right. You mm -hmm. know? And then I and then I'm ready to come back with my tail between my legs. So mm -hmm. I mean, that's gotcha. that's one of those things where you know. So I think that he's learned over over time is to just throw it out there and walk away from it. Okay. Because mm -hmm. I'm gonna come back. <laughs> It's like a grenade. Just throw a grenade yeah. and run. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to run. You can walk away. Yeah. <laughs> what about the other couples? Anything for you guys? I think for me, the best thing being with Destiny is she pushes the shit out of me. Yeah. yeah. And it, it gets on my nerves sometimes. <laughs> uh -huh. Like I'm just like, I just, just shut up. <laughs> and no, but it's good because it's getting me to heights I would have probably never got myself. That's awesome. So she'll just like bug the hell out of me. Just be like, Ben, you need to go do this. Then just, I'm just like, all right. Because I do this like whisper thing, just like my pops. And I'm like, shit, mom. And then, you say? And it's, it's true because we're both tough personalities. Right, so I right. do need a tough spouse mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. push me along. Got you. Because I've dated people who were pushovers uh -huh. and that never worked out. I thought I was happy and then no. Nope, yeah. No, but yeah, I think it's just pushed me to new heights. Okay. I know um, for me, I think the biggest thing that Ben has taught me is how to feel secure mm. like this is my first relationship and we've gone through a lot we broke up a lot uh -huh. <laughs> but um, sometimes it takes that yeah, <laughs> like, a lot, a lot. <laughs> but um this is the first time in a long time I, I'm almost safe to say ever that I have felt so secure in my relationship secure to wow. the point yeah. where you know I've been in good relationships where you know 
you've gotten all the you know the trips and the money mm-hmm. and da, 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 but the faithfulness the mm. loyalty you you know just that was not there right. and that is the the security that i've always been lacking right. in those mm-hmm. relationships and i'm like very very um confident in saying that this is the healthiest and most secure relationship that I've ever been in. One time so, for Ben, though. Okay. Yeah, ben, you just out here winning today. Okay. Pick up some Ben. 10 points, team Ben. <laughs> Ashley Jawan. Why are you putting the mic in my <laughs> <laughs> I love them, but We just keep batting them back. Right, right, right. <laughs> you don't have anything to say? <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> y'all wear me out every time y'all come here. I love it so much. <laughs> Um, kind of similar to what he was saying was patience. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, and that's one thing that I learned because one, at one point in our relationship, it was long distance. Mm, that'll do it. Um, <sighs> it, was, it was I hate it so distance. much. I hate it so much. <laughs> it's my curse. And, but something good that actually, um, she's, uh, she's a very good encourager. Yes, so, she is. Um, you are. T- yeah, so, I mean, like, with me at one point working um, two and three jobs, mm-hmm. like, she was, she would come through when I needed it the most with some encouraging words. I love I it. I mean, and now, we're not really working. Like, it's, it hasn't changed. Yes, Ashley. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, don't cry. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Just sitting here thinking – just learning who I am, learning mm-hmm. who he is. I think it's like an evolution of us, mm-hmm. but like the more I get to know him and what he's going through, I feel like I'm learning who I am. Okay. And the perspective that I see life through, like mm-hmm. certain things I just have to filter through and say, like, why do I see it that way? Right. Just having someone to bounce it off of that's not like experiencing life the way you're experiencing. I right, think that's right. a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just say the evolution of like who I am. Mm-hmm through his eyes okay um and just who he reminds me of who i am in in god so okay all right i got two more and then we're gonna do my favorite segment be nice asshole then we're gonna wrap it up all right um first question it's kind of frivolous race humor does that fly in a relationship or is it a no-go we, I mean, we we can be humorous about it. Okay. I mean, in a respectful way. Because I'm, yeah. I'm thinking to myself, and I, I definitely, because I'm a child, of course, I would definitely be down with some some good old, like just poking fun of stereotypes. Well, so our standard thing is like, um, is like we'll be driving down the road and like say there's some crazy looking white person on the side of the street, mm-hmm. you know, or, or or vice versa, you know, there's some crazy looking black person on the side of the street. He'll look at me and he'll go, "Sorry about my people, babe." <laughs> yeah. Word up. Word up. Did you see that lady? Hell. Look at hot dogs. No, my, my peoples. I'm sorry. Forgive her. Oh, okay. So it's kind of just the yeah, joke yeah, yeah. that we'll throw back and forth at each other. Mm-hmm. Once again, I, I mean, when you're talking about the one I, woman I love and my best friend, I feel like I can say anything. Right. And, and to a certain extent, I'm not right. just going to be out of, of control. Of course. With, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, there's, but, there's um, boundaries. When it comes to humor, I, I think we, we got it. I mean, well, I can definitely are... see myself yelling in the kitchen if I, I'm, I'm – Married to a white man and he's like, you know, cooking in the kitchen. You better, you better season that yeah. motherfucking chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> when we first moved in together, though, like I can remember us integrating all of our stuff together and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, and I had these two little just 
angels that had wings on them from my grandmother and right. put them up in the kitchen window <laughs> and um <laughs> and i'm unloading dishes in the kitchen and he, com- he comes in and he mm-hmm. he doesn't even say anything he looks at the kitchen window and he's like oh, oh okay so he runs <laughs> out and i'm like what's about to happen right and he comes back in and he's got two angels of his own but they're about this much bigger than yes. my angels uh, and they're black yes and he was like now we're good right so my then like a, bigger than yours so then like a couple weeks later like we start to have conversations uh, and i would love for you to pose this question okay, okay? we start to have conversations about what color santa claus is mm-hmm. Child. okay because i don't i don't even know where it came from but he's like no santa is always dad you know what i mean and, da- and dad is whatever oh, color dad is that's okay. what color santa is okay. and so so it was around easter time we're walking through the mall mm-hmm. and i look down <laughs> and there's for the very first time ever, I see a brown Easter bunny taking pictures with the kids when typically it's a white Easter right, bunny, right, right? right? And I stop and I'm like, hey, why is that bunny brown? And he's like, seriously? <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, I gave you God. And you <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we try to keep open okay. and laugh about it. And so please tell me, what color is Santa? I. Dude, I mean, is I, it? I heard the song "Santa Claus is a Black Man." What? Santa Claus is a black. No one ever heard that. Song. No, I don't. You remember I, told you that song? I actually hate Christmas music, so I'm not. I'm not the uh, Christmas man. No, no, no. But no. yeah, it always. I've always heard like you know whoever the father is. Okay. Would be the Santa I didn't know that. I don't that have man, kids either, so I don't. You know. Once again, that man is the only man that should be coming down the chimney. These are the facts. Say so, that. That that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. He's like, I know a white man coming I in. Up, <laughs> I grew up in the house. My mom. Um, she would buy so my mom's a, was a huge christmas freak mm-hmm. so like christmas lights and angels and all that stuff but she would buy them and then just paint them black mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. wow all, all her so all all our angels was black <laughs> like, that is commitment day. okay yeah. let me tell you what they black mrs santa was that black. is the most pro-black <laughs> sentence <I've ever> <laughs> <laughs> Point, she was like sending them to a lady and like paying the lady to pay wow okay wow. professional no i salute moms for that one that's that's a real one right there mm-hmm. all right last question um what advice would you give any interracial couple just starting out um what would you say to them about like some of the challenges you might have to face and how you can get through that that type of thing shut it all out shut it it's out just you two mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seems like everybody agrees with that. I don't that. care if it's family. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't care. I don't care who it is. Right. You know, if it's not a child, mm-hmm. you know, shut it all out. Got you. Once you do that, you'll find happiness. You'll well, realize. Well, I think that you once you learn each other after you shut everybody out, then eventually you can open it back up. Got you. Okay. Right? Like, we're locked in, and now we can, we're strong enough to combat you. Got it. Together. That's Together. Be- yes, I love that. And you, I guess y'all just, y'all just, that's it? Or y'all got any more? That's no, it. I mean, I, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, Ben, you were starting to say something. Yeah, like, just do you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. like what you guys were saying. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, I mean, it depends. Like, is it, if it's just, you know, dating around type mm-hmm. of thing, then that's, that's something totally right, right. different. Right. But once you realize, all right, this is the one. Yeah. This is, you better start laying that foundation really thick mm-hmm. because there are going to be a lot of things that can, and primarily, you know, the things that do take place mm-hmm. in the world. I touched on this before. We just live in, these are the times. Right. So to have mm-hmm. a strong foundation Mm -hmm. is so key in that communication being able to communicate with boundaries Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is so key 
Right. Ashley Jawan? I was going to say communicate. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just be um, be able to listen and learn mm-hmm. about, because, I mean, that's two different cultures coming together. Learn right. A lot. So, right. like, I have to learn, and also she has to learn. Mm-hmm. And we both have to be willing to listen and learn mm-hmm. and not try to outdo each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I've taken from this today is that, like, just love and gentle love it really it's it's a lot the same you know like it's different of course but some of the things y'all were hitting on today is as far as like communication and like learning patience and stuff that's just across the board like any relationship even in friendships whatever it is these are things that you need to know so like it it further drives home for me that it really doesn't fucking matter like it doesn't like it's not a big deal like who cares you know what i mean like if you're attracted to someone then be attracted to them date them it's okay you know, um, so I hope like, you know, someone's listened to this that, you know, may not have felt that way coming in, but, you know, at least can start having, you know, the thoughts. So like having the conversations around this type of thing or even somebody else who's in an interracial relationship with it may be tension because you're not actually talking about the big black and white elephant in the fucking room. Yeah. Right. You know, like talk about it, communicate. So I, I think I thank you guys for coming and doing this today. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you. Of course. Yeah. I like course. to think everything's getting better, though, man. I, yeah, I, 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 I hope so. As I walk around, I see more people holding hands, more mm-hmm. um, different. I mean, no matter what it is, tall, short, black, white, I mm-hmm. think Asian, mm-hmm. China, the whole nine. Right. And I, I like to think it's getting better. Anybody yeah. that checks other, I give them the nine. Anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Whether okay. it's, you know, mm-hmm. like same-sex relationships, like mm-hmm. black and white, Asian, what, whatever it is. Yep. Right. Like, if you are brave enough to step out of that box and to live in your truth right. and to love who you want to love, mm-hmm. I always give them the nine. You know what it's like? It's like when two people riding a motorcycle and they pass each other, they got to throw the finger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I see you. I, see you. I, I love like, it. I love it. Well, I guess I'm just a walking nod then because I'm I'm gay as hell and I date anybody. Yes. Like it don't matter. Yes. I need to need to find me need to find me a white man. One of y'all got a brother? What's up? What's up? You Listen. don't know my brother. <laughs> Shoot, my brother me. looks white. My brother looks white. Put me on hell. All right. So my favorite part of the show. This is my favorite segment. We're going to do it a little bit differently today. I'm not going to participate this time because it's not really about me. It's about y'all. Ashley and Jawan know what's about to happen. Be nice asshole is my favorite part of the show. This is where you, you know, find somebody at the table and you say something that you think is great about them. However, when I have couples here, I like to do it with the couple. So um, we're going to start with the gentleman. Gentlemen, affirm your wife, please. Or your, your partner, rather. I could, y'all are married, child. <laughs> affirm your wife. And then, ladies, affirm your husband. So... Who, whatever guy wants to go first, take it. Well, I know. Of course, Ben's jumping in there. <laughs> I know Destiny. I mean, she's she's the most beautiful woman I've ever met. Same, Always. same, Ben. And same. ever since <laughs> we've been married, I've been sending her a love message every morning. Oh. And how long I've been doing that for? Like three years. That is three awesome. Three years straight. Every day. And it's always with a quote, either a love quote, a prayer quote, <clears throat> or something for the family. So, I mean, I, I love this woman with all that I got. I do anything. For my family, mm-hmm. yeah, you know that because yeah, I, I kill somebody <laughs> for, for this family. So, I mean, no doubt, I love her more than anything. I'm not the super like right. mushy type dude, but she she kind of lets me put my feelings out there. I love it. That's beautiful. Ow. Who wants to take Juwan, Mario? Which one, you guys? My encouraging queen over here. I say that. Okay. I heard y'all say a uh, Caucasian queen, and y'all. Yes, Caucasian it. queen. Yes. A Nubian white queen. 
<laughs> this show is garbage. I swear to God, it's garbage. <laughs> I love it though. But yeah, yeah, she she is my female superhero, man. Yes, she's the one that I turn on Saturday nights and sit there with my bowl of cereal and admire every day. You know, every oh, day is my wow. Saturday. So I mean, with with my angel, but I don't know how people tend to do it and, and fake the funk like your woman isn't your your rock, your angel, your right. strength. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I'm not afraid to show it. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but I mean, just walking down the street and listening to her speak, you see mm-hmm. how how I feel like I'm privileged yeah. to be in her presence type deal. But um, yeah, there's nothing she she won't encourage me to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has my back 24 hours. I tell you what, I don't, I don't necessarily want to get into it, but I, I I seen her hold by herself three women at one time, like like back against the wall. Right. I call you back. Let me take care of some business. Okay. So so she can hold her own. I can I can definitely step back and All she right, can handle PJ? her own. So I, I kind of feel like I got the full package. That's man. beautiful, I, I man. Got, I, I, got, I definitely got the full package, and um, I'm. Oh, you're welcome. Ow. <laughs> and I, I can say my my uh, the kids we have are, are definitely blessed to have a mom. Oh, with wow. the full package as well. That's awesome. Juwan, your turn, fam. Yeah. Um, to my beautiful wife. Um, the past two years has been a little rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, marriage wise um, but I think mainly because of her strength we pulled it through mm-hmm. um, I think the last time we was here I told her one of um, one of the things I'm attracted to her about is um, she reminds me so much of my mom Right, just toughness my mom dealt with mm-hmm. I call it for so many years um, just her um, her strength reminds me a lot of my mom um, beautiful and so, like, with these past two years, um, we're still fighting. We're still going. Mm-hmm. Um, now with me not having a, a real full-time job right now, um, and she's still, like, never giving up mm-hmm. and always pushing me for more and better. Right. Like, I can't thank her enough. Beautiful. So, I know that's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ladies, affirm your husbands. Who wants to take I'll it go. first? I mean, since the mic's right here. Okay, Ashley. Um, <laughs> Come on, Nas. Um, just grateful to have a husband, a black man like you, sir. Yes, queen. Um, yes. You're strong. You're wise. You have a lot more knowledge than a lot of people realize because sometimes you don't open your mouth. So <laughs> I would just say in this season, keep like reflecting what God's put in you and you are strong and you will get full-time employment soon. Mm-hmm. Even even if it's been frustrating, just keep going because I believe like God's got the best job ahead of you. So nice. you're still providing yes. for our family. You're still being the best dad to Ellie and the best husband to me. So. We're grateful for you and yes, what sir. you contribute to our family and how you lead us. Yes. So Amen. it's coming. Yes. Aww. The second ever second kiss, kiss on the cookout. Hey. hey. <laughs> Fun fact, Ashley didn't make it through that last time. And she... I'm glad I did now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next next lady at the table who wants to take it. You want to go? I'll go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Destiny. All right. To my Ben, I call him King Bay. Yeah. King, Bay. King Bay. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> and um, you are just—you are honestly this family's rock. Um, you came in, and you are 
that constant stability in our family, the constant stability in Rocket's life. You know that he's been through a lot and you made the transition and you know, from a single family household into a two parent household, such a such a smooth one. And I'm so proud of the man that, you know, that you become and that you are becoming and you've shown so much growth just stepping into that insta dad (laughs) insta husband type of deal and i just love how you lead this family and how you know you push us all towards um you know growing closer to god and you can keep this family so strong so thank you for that it's beautiful third kiss on the cookout there it is all right bj Um, you're up so what can i say i mean he's you're my king, you know? I mean, I, I, I am happier than I've ever been in my entire life. Mm-hmm. There's not a part of him that I would change, not mm-hmm. even for a second. Right. Um, I'm excited to be able to see what you pour into our children. You know, I, I hear you with your pain about not having a job, and I'm here to tell you, let it go. Mm-hmm. Let mm-hmm. it go. You know what I mean? Because that's yours. You're owning that, and she's not. Um Mario is a stay-at-home dad, and he is amazing. You know, we have two small children, three and four, and he is up and down the stairs, here and there, (laughs) taking out the trash, you know, sweeping mopping floors, doing dishes, and which I do all of those things too, but... But at the end of the day, I could not do anything that I do. Mm -hmm. I could not travel. I I have everything Mm -hmm. that I could ever want because he makes it possible. Wow. You know, I, I grew up thinking that I could not have it all and that I couldn't be a working mom and, 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 and a wife and, and, and all of those things. But you make that happen for me. And, and, and I appreciate it every single day in every single way. And, and mm-hmm. to be able to know that my children get to grow up with a strong black man as their father. Mm-hmm. Man, there ain't nothing in this world that could change nice. how happy that makes me. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! <sighs> Y'all see why I like this? I fucking love this show, man. Ah, I love it so much. Y'all need to cut me a check for this shit. Though, <laughs> uh, I'm good at what I do. Okay. All right, all right. Really quick, we're gonna close it out. So I'm gonna invite uh, to the cookout this week. What I'm inviting is finally understanding the importance of brunch for homosexual men. See, I never got it until today. Went to brunch today with some gay friends of mine. And I sat there in that place and I was like, God damn it. All these fine men in here. This is this is what we do it for. So from now on, before I come and record every Sunday, I'm gonna go to get a little brunch, you know? Like, yeah, you know, I get it. I am a bum. I am terrible. I God. Men are great. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this uh, riding the bull thing in, in oh. L.A. Oh, no. So as I was in Los Angeles a couple weeks ago, uh, there was uh, my friend. Uh, he is a manager of the Saddle Ranch Bar that's um, in, in L.A. And it's like a huge like thing. So get there. I'm like, we're hanging out. And they have like a, a mechanical bull, you know, and it's like my birthday, and I've never hey, ridden a bull before. Like, you you're did gonna, that. But you're gonna ride the bull. You're gonna, I mean, you know what? Ho is life, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I got on the bull and it started moving. I was like, oh, this is familiar. <laughs> so no, it was fine. It was fun. My my legs hurt for like three days after that, though. Like, That's a yeah, because I was like, I'm not falling off. That'll be embarrassing to my whole tribe. I'm not falling off of this <laughs> you thing. Didn't. You I didn't. didn't. You I didn't. On. It was great, man. I was like, it was fun. <laughs> it was see riding bulls, smoking weed. What's going on in my life? Like, my God, Jesus, I need to get saved. 
<sighs> um, okay, so to close it out, let's um, go around the table, let people know where they can find you on social media if you want to do that, or any businesses that you may have. Please promote like anything you have going on. By all means, take it away, guys. Awesome. Well, I'm Destiny Sanders, and you can find me on Instagram under Toso25, and you can also follow my Instagram blog, okay. um, Toso25blog, and it's basically about personal finances mm. and um, debt-free living and all that good stuff. I need stuff. to come talk to you, sis. I didn't know you had um, a blog for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I need to come talk to you. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. real. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get my life together that's in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what's up. Uh, my name is Ben Sanders. You can find me on Instagram as well, the at the original Big Ben. Of course. <laughs> there it is. No, the only thing you'll find on there, there pictures is. of my family, and I, I do post some workout stuff every now and then. Okay, cool. Uh, Ashley Harrington, you can find me on Instagram at AC underscore Harrington. It's really just Ellie, and I also have to approve your friend request because can't have anybody creeping on my daughter. <laughs> Factual. <laughs> Juwan Harrington. Um, it's Jweezy910 on Instagram. Yeah, that's good and black right there. J, yeah, that's mm-hmm, Jweezy. J underscore Weezy on uh, Snapchat. Pretty much all I do, really. Party. Party. Nah, Mario Barnwell. All right. Uh, I'll find you. <laughs> yo, yo, I'll, yo. Find, I'll find you. Why you had to give me them eyes just now, bro? Like I, went, I, I felt a little nervous. Like, you, know, you don't need to look face. for me. What was that? That was the nasty name. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find you. Shit, I'm from Brooklyn. Don't do that to me, man. Like that's scary. I, I know where you at. Well, he's got a Facebook, Mario Barnwell on yeah. Facebook. I've got a Facebook, BJ Tanner, and then I've also got an Instagram, Tanner underscore BJ. I think. Okay. Cool. All right. So, um, yeah, uh, you can find me on the Instagrams at Chase Cassidy. Cassidy is spelled with the K, of course. On that page, you'll find a lot of you know uh, art, dance videos, and just indulgent selfies because yes. Um, you can also follow, huh? Uh, don't do. Oh, oh, listen, listen. I might have to rethink Ben. Sorry, bro. <laughs> you don't want to have to go through me, brother. I, I really don't. I want no parts of it. I really don't. Ben said, did you not see my face? Right, right. <laughs> um, also, you can follow me at the Cookout Podcast on Instagram as well. That's where you can find updates about the show and also fun, ridiculously funny memes and videos throughout the week. I post the most random and ridiculous shit. Um, but this is to help you laugh through your week. You know, it's good stuff. Um, if you have a question, uh, we didn't do listener letters this week and we didn't do a game and we also didn't do Bop of the Week because I really wanted to focus on the conversation. But if you have any of those things that you want to send to me, hit me up at thecookoutpodcast at gmail.com. Um, with that said, um, thank you guys again for coming. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you All right. With that said, make somebody smile today. Remember, be nice, asshole.